Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The last of the major pro sports leagues kicks off this week, and BetOnline is your top spot for all your NBA action this season. With MLB postseason, NFL, and college football, and NHL in full swing, BetOnline is your number one source for your wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access for every sport anytime. Head to BetOnline today and get in on the action. Don't forget to use our promo code BLEAV, that is capital letters B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. And welcome back to another episode of Topic Thunder. I'm your host today, not Dylan, not Thunder Chats. It is me, Matt Tierney, at Matt Tierney, Matty Double Dribbles. And I'm joined by Alex Roig. Alex, two questions. How are you doing? And is it awesome to watch this Thunder team or extremely awesome to watch this Thunder team? So I'm good. Great. And um, extremely awesome. Like, this team is awesome. so good, man. This team is so, like, not, not necessarily good. Like, it's not like, you know, we have, like, we, we may possibly have future Hall of Famers on this team, but they are they are just a fun bunch to see grow up because each of them has their own talents, has their own um, skill set that works together. Like, I think the Thunder envisioned this kind of being the way they wanted to play for the future you know and this Mm. may be the this may be how teams are built in the future not necessarily you know just superstar stacking and stuff like that it could just be literally you know finding players that are all able to are are all five tool players they're able to dribble they're able to shoot they're able to pass they're able to play defense um and i think the thunder have done the best that they could at getting five guys that can do that um, and it's, I think it's starting to, sh- you know, starting to bear fruit a little bit. Um, and so, yeah, extremely happy, extremely um, excited to see this team. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we watched tonight a pretty much a, a fantastic offensive performance for the majority of the game. Also, some really good defense. Drill, sure, we'll get into. But yeah, I mean, the everyone plays their role. Um, before we jump into the the actual scores and the stats and everything, it is also worth mentioning that we're still um, without Davis Bertans, who just is immediately going to provide some extra perimeter still shooting. Without him, like he's injured. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> I, it's basically the same thing. He's injured via his contract. Yeah, it's it's he's injured because of the way his contract death, is structured. Death by a thousand paper cuts. He's out regardless, so you might as well say it. <laughs> however you want to say it. And then, um, I mean, Mijic what didn't play tonight. He hasn't played every game, but you know, he's got his own little skill set and, and, and experience that he brings to the table. So even without those guys, uh, there's the, how, how many we played 10, we played today. Um, all come in with different things. Yeah, we'll 11. touch on probably all of them. Was it 11? Yeah. Kind of 10. Okay. 
Um, so yeah, the just to reiterate that, just fun team. Just because not because it's stacked with stars like the Clippers are now, but because it's it's a well organized gelling team. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a win tonight against the Hawks, 126, 117. Uh, a Hawks team that, that was pretty good. A Hawks team Very that good. was offensively um rolling um the last four games. Um, you know, they were yeah. They're like number two or number three in scoring. They are offensive. Offensive efficiency is very good. Um, you know they had. You know they have. I think I put on my uh, on the preview uh, from the website, OKCTopicThunder.com. You can go ahead and check out previews. You can go ahead and check Ooh. out all of our assets, um, player salaries. You can check. You can check out um, our schedule so far. And within the schedule, there's hyperlinks to the preview and there's hyperlinks to the post game podcast, which is what we're doing now. Uh, but with that said, I when I was reviewing the numbers for this number for this game coming up, um, they have I believe it was eight or nine players that are scoring in double digits, and these are eight or nine players that wow. you know literally the team has played six games. You know they've played you know they've mo- mostly all played six games. Like this is the entire team that is scoring, um, and so this was a team that was coming in momentum wise offensively on a high. And we were able, number one, to kind of play their game um, and to also limit them at the same time. You know, one of the big things that I thought coming into this game that we needed to do was we needed to play, you know, our brand of defense, which hasn't been seen this season. Like we were, you know, the we, we're a top 10 defense. I mean, we're a top 10 offense in offensive efficiency, offensive rating. Uh, but we were ranked number 21 as far as defensive rating. And our calling card, for our success has always been our defense. Um, and so, you know, six games in, kind of knew that was going to come around eventually. Um, and I think we started to see that in this game. And it's just, you know, we've played a tough schedule. We have played a tough schedule. We've played a lot of good offensive teams. Um, but tonight we saw, hey, buckling down, grabbing rebounds, you know, all the things that Jerry says that wins games. Even though it's very simple, it's very true. You know, rebounding, playing defense, uh, protecting the ball. You know, not not doing turnovers. Um, and we saw that tonight and came out with a W. Yeah, I mean, uh, I didn't know we were twenty first in defense. That's pretty surprising. The uh, I do think probably what factors into that was the Warriors game, though, because of just how high scoring it was. Probably the Denver but, game. Uh, yeah, the Denver game too. Was that was that stat but before or after the warriors game though because that probably no no it was yeah it was after the war. it was after it was okay because i was because that was also pretty high scoring too so i mean it probably yeah. with the with the small game uh amount of games they'll probably hopefully get a little better uh but yeah the I, the the two guys that you're always looking at on um the hawks offense are trey and Dejounte murray mm-hmm. uh they're two guys who score 20 points a game and uh they did a really good job against them they both got their 20 plus points uh trey got 22 and Dejounte got 29 uh but it did not come easy uh they they made them work for it and to be honest even though they got their points they also missed a lot of shots trey was five yeah. of 18 Dejounte was seven to 16 and those missed shots we took advantage of we uh whether it was one of the many blocks Chet had today, or just a defensive rebound. We were flying, turning defense into offense uh, constantly. And so um, even though the stat sheet says they had some uh, good games point-wise, and DeJounte did actually shoot pretty well from three, six, and nine, it, nice. it was still a negative at the end of the day. Yes, very mm-hmm. nice. 
Um, <laughs> it was still a negative at the end of the day because it the misses they had turned into uh, offense for us. And then the other thing I had on their defense, or our defense, I should say, was uh, it was the 50 points at the half, which was their mm -hmm. lowest uh, points at the half so far. Again, only uh, seven games at this point, but still noteworthy. So they ended up with 117. So the, the offense did show up a little bit more in the second half. But, but overall, yeah, the defense was what we were hoping today um, yeah. against a very prolific offense for the Hawks. So um, I think that's, that's good to, did you have anything else, Alex? You were, look like you're about to say something. No, 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 no. I didn't. Okay. I was going to say the, we've kind of gotten the overview. Let's, let's kind of get into single large items. Um, there's a few to, to go over. I, I don't think there's like one big one. There's a few guys you could pick from a few things you could pick from. So, Alex, I'll start with you. Um, single large item of the day between the Hawks and the Thunder. What do you got? Welcome back, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Mm, like he never left. Like he never left. I mean, 11 of 20 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3, 5 of 6 from the line, 30 points. Uh, he had 8 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal. Uh, it was just a, a, a very good game by Shea. And probably the most important part of this was in the fourth quarter when we were floundering a little bit and then, you know, giving up our lead, he came in and, you know, he yep. was he was like that fullback that just stays in front of the defense and allows the running back to do whatever. Like he came in and if we needed a score, he would score. If we needed an assist, if we needed a setup on a play, he would do that. You know, even though 100% of the time it doesn't it, it didn't result in a made basket, like they were double teaming him. They were blitzing him and he was finding the right guy every time. And sometimes it was Joe in the corner. Sometimes it was, you know, Chet on a, you know, on, on a flare out. Uh, but he was making the right decisions. And when he came back into the game, it was all calm. It was, you know, he was in there. He made the shots that he needed to make. And he, you know, he, he willed us to a victory. You know, he made the four free throws at the end of the game. Um, and just, you know, it was very calm. It was, Hey, just wait till the big guy comes in. We'll be okay. And it was that way. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I was thinking about this during the game too, how I was kind of worried that and we've talked about this in years past when this Thunder team didn't look as fully developed where the, when the starters or like Shea or the, you know, the star player goes out, then like all the offense sort of just dies and it's sort of mm -hmm. they kind of get into a rut. I thought and that thing. you saw that, a, you saw that a lot today, like Shea would go out and then the offense would just kind of like sputter. And then especially in the fourth quarter when they were reeling and it was like a five point game, the moment he comes in, it's like a totally different game. He gets like mm -hmm. two really nice buckets there at the end. Uh, but that was kind of the theme of the whole day. And I mean, you could look at it that way and it is kind of a negative. You do want the the other guys to carry their own. But I mean, at the same time, that's why you have a superstar. Like he's the guy that's going to carry you. There's going to be games where they're going to be the superstar and do superstar things. And that's what he did today. Um, didn't look like that angle hurt was bothering him at all. Uh, didn't see any problems with that. Um, the, the six to six assists, by the way, were huge for me because I had a, Prop bet, uh, shout out betonline.ag, by the way. They're our sponsor. Um, I had Chet over seven and a half rebounds, um, Isaiah Joe over one and a half threes, which we'll oh, I'll yeah. get to in a second, and then um, Shea over five and a half assists. And those five and a half assists took a little bit of time. He just snuck <laughs> it in there, 
But that six assists, whew, that was good for me. So shout out to Shea for that. Uh, paid off pretty well. So, and then, um, yeah, like if you just look at the plus minus two, it really kind of tells you the same same story we're telling here. Shea was clearly the most influential in terms of swaying the 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 lead towards the Thunder. Um, and, and he did superstar stuff. So um, I, 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 you could always look at that as a bad thing, but you know, uh, like we mentioned at the top, we have a lot of good players that can do their specific things really well. And Shea is going to be a superstar that every now and then has to carry them to a win. And I think he did that. It's what the superstars do. It's what they do. It's what they do. Um, I don't really know where to go for my single large item after Shea. I mean, there's a lot of little, oh, come not little, on. But, there's, but insignificant. There's several, man. There's several, and I could go a lot of different ways. There's some that are like, that are, you know, that I I, I liked for my own personal reasons, but um, to go with there's it. another one, but there's another one that I want to go with that's probably better, but, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to, uh, get the I'm just people go what they want. One. I'm just going to go with this one. Uh, I feel like we haven't, we've said it a lot actually, but it, the Case and Wallace mm. rookie season mm. has been great. I have a hard time saying that. I know he's a Kentucky guy, and <laughs> I really did not want him to do that well because of that but i have to say i'm just so impressed because you you look at you wake up the next morning if you didn't watch the game and you look at the stat lines and you're like okay it was like pretty decent like he had a decent game but what's what you see it's, on the core is just it's impact yeah it's impact and it's just it's the fact that he's he he only does what is needed of him but he does it consistently exceptionally well that it's it's so it's just it's amazing that there's a rookie that can do that where it's just like you know seven games in now you're pretty confident he's gonna go and do the things he needs to do he's gonna he's gonna disrupt passes he is going to take make the shots when he's open like he he loves that like left side corner three he makes that mm -hmm. like almost automatic when he's wide open he turns defense into offense. He's and he's just like he like understands the system so quickly for a young guy that it's just like it's it's one of those things like I I sometimes wish he'd had more minutes, but I also know that's not part of the mm -hmm. like he, you know, we have these other guys that that are fitting into the system too, but when he plays, it's like wow, it's just such a it's such a delight to watch Casey Wallace. So um, I think I'll go with that for my single large item. There's a few others that we could, we probably could hit. Um, I will mention, I mentioned it when I was talking about the prop Isaiah Joe, just an unbelievable, like minute and a half of basketball where he just made like four straight threes yeah. and then just proceeded to do absolutely nothing the rest of the game. It was very, very Isaiah Joe. Um, but yeah, those four threes were huge. Kind of kept us around that like 10 to 15 point lead. Um, so sad. also shout out Isaiah Joe. He's my, he'll be my small, large item. I've been doing that basically every time now, bro. Case and Wallace, he, he, there was, there were some times in the game where he had, he had Trey young in Alcatraz, like mm -hmm. Trey young was, he couldn't get around him. He, he couldn't get, you know, 
he couldn't screen through him. You know, he just, he just, he just had him locked down and it was extremely impressive because Trey is one of those guys that he can get to where he wants to go on the floor against almost anybody. Um, and to do this against, you know, a guy seven games into his career and he is holding his own against an all-star and, you know, an all-star and all pro, this is a guy that or averaged, you know, what, 30 games a couple of seasons ago. Um, the guy that's averaging 22 yeah. points a game now, 10, 10 assists, and he was great on him. He was a disruptor out there. He disrupted the Atlanta, Atlanta's offense. Um, and there were just and there was there were plays at big moments in the game um that he was extremely disruptive. And so I love when he's out there, man. He is he is all energy, you know, he is um He's a breath of fresh air, and he's exactly what we needed on this team. He also kind of has what you mentioned with Shea about like how he's just uh, oops, he, he's kind of like he he's never really like flustered. He's very like calm. He's very mm-hmm. kind of like he sits it. He kind of just like is very present and like doesn't overreact or or kind of step go kind of like overstretch his his uh his ability uh, whoever he's playing his, his abilities or who's playing against yeah. he never oversteps his 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 guy so it it's one of those like intangible qualities that i think shay is one of the best when it comes to just staying cool and collected in the game but i mean for a rookie casein has got that kind of that intangible quality too and, and just, like you mentioned the defense was immaculate i think him yeah. and dort who we haven't mentioned too much yet but both of them had just Trey was so uncomfortable the entire night and um, both of them just had a really good impact on, on the Atlanta offense. And here's the thing. Here's the thing with Kaysen is as, as we progress in the season, like these are all little tests, you know, every game is a little test for him and he's passing all these tests. And so as the season progresses and as we get into games of even more consequence, you know, games, maybe like, after game 50 where you're starting to lock down and you really want to lock down seating, you want to lock down your position in the playoffs in the, in the conference and stuff like that. Once you get to that point, if this guy is, if you're confident with this guy in your lineup, that's going to be a huge get as far as playing those defensive lineups with him and Dort uh, and Chet. Like I would love, I, I, I haven't looked it up, but I would love to see lineup stats with them three in the game. And just to see what the, you know, what the offensive rating, what the defensive rating is, the net rating, um, it'd be very interesting to see that. Because here's the thing: so he basically finished the game out because Giddy was struggling so much. Mm-hmm. You know, Giddy was. I don't know if Giddy was just trying too hard, or it was just a situation where tonight just wasn't his night, and that happens sometimes. You know, we saw Shea have a have an eight point game um, this season, so yeah. Tonight was not his night. You know, he was struggling out there and, you know, he got taken out and he made, you know, a couple boneheaded, boneheaded plays there at the end as far as like, you know, trying to grab a rebound and fouling a guy. And, you know, Atlanta got into the bonus very quickly in the fourth quarter, which helped them in their comeback effort. Um, and so, you know, having Kaysen out there and being comfortable with having Kaysen out there, I think it's going to be so big for this team moving forward. Yeah, I, I, I've, slowly starting to wonder if Kaysen is the first guard off the bench. Like when it's not 
when Giddy, Dort, or Shea comes out, Kaysen's the next guy up. It so. kind of feels like that's that's the that's how it feels right now. I think it's, it's um, pretty easy to imagine it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could argue like Isaiah Joe in different contexts, but yeah, I think Kaysen mm. Kaysen's the main guy. But yeah, like kind of like you mentioned, I was gonna get to it and you mentioned it before me, so that's perfect segue. The Josh Giddy struggles were pretty interesting, especially because he had such a good ending to that Warriors game. It sort of felt like he had turned a leaf mm-hmm. and it was like he's kind of figured it out. We've sort of seen him been able to like drive and kind of bully smaller guards, which Trey and DeJounte are smaller guards. I mean, DeJounte is a good defender, but I mean, you there are some weaknesses in that Atlanta defense. But the I think it when I was watching it, and I'm, I'm no expert on this, I mean, it just looked like he he was trying too hard. It felt like um, he would drive and it was just chaotic. Um, and a lot of times it was just like he would just lose the, lose the ball off of his foot. He would kind of go up in the air and not really know what to do. Like he wasn't he wasn't in a, a position at close enough to the rim where he could finish. He just kind of went up with it. And it just sort of felt like he was trying to do the thing where he like bullies his way down and he couldn't, mm. but I mean, you, he you was, could also he was argue. getting his shot. I mean, he was getting his shot. He just wasn't making it like there was, it he was getting some push shots. I, I think, I think what happens is, and I think, this, I think some defenses are going to start doing this is they're going to bait him into doing the bully ball, but bait him into traffic. And that's what I think. Yeah, Ray, that's what I think Atlanta did today was they baited him into doing the whole, you know, backing someone down and trying to do the whole bully ball. I'm I'm a bigger guard thing. But what happens is number one, number one, you take away his biggest weapon, which is his passing when you do that, because Ooh. he's so focused on, you know, he he has to focus on backing down somebody and have to has to watch the defense, make sure nobody's, you know, trying to sneak around or do anything like that. Uh but then secondly, what happens is that he is able to be pushed into the teeth of the defense with the big men. And athletically, he struggles with that part. He can't he can't freestyle too much once he gets in there. And so you yeah. kind of take away the biggest, the, the biggest uh, weapon that he has, which is his ability to playmake, his ability to pass, um, his ability to to look over defenses and and, and find you know, cutters find, you know, guys in the corner. Um, and so I, I do think that defenses are starting to key in on that a little bit. And we'll see. We'll see how he adjusts. His shot hasn't been there this year. And that's the probably the biggest yeah. thing where he's not a threat to hit from outside. So guys can kind of back up off him. And he doesn't have the athleticism to get around guys, you know, that well. Um, and so... You know, he is struggling a little bit. Hopefully he does find a shot. I mean, those things come in ebbs and flows sometimes. Yeah, it is definitely inconsistent. I, I also wonder of something to kind of look at moving forward is um, like if you compare kind of how Giddy was doing in the end of that Warriors game versus today. Um, I mean, Clint Capella is a fantastic rim protector, a strong, big guy down there. The Warriors don't really have that. And I think if you have that, good rim protector um, to sort of anchor your defense when he sort of, they sort of potentially bait him or do what if, if he's trying to drive and somebody's down there, he's not able to really finish that well, or he, he takes a shot and it's not a very good shot. So 
I don't know if that's something that that just is something that I thought about. I don't know if that's actually, you know, what's going yeah. on, but something to look at. Um, and yeah, like you said, the assists were uh, when he's doing that, he's not assisting very well. He had four assists and four turn turnovers today, which is not what you want out of your your star distributor, Josh Kitty. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Definitely inconsistent, but um, just just not what you're looking for. Um, somebody did play well. We haven't mentioned yet. Um, well, actually, I wouldn't say well as compared to some other games but we haven't mentioned chat very much um he was fantastic <laughs> defensively yeah, that's it's it's becoming a thing where like chet has like an amazing game we're just like oh yeah you know chet had a good he, game he it had you know, a he 17 had points game. 12 it was rebounds. a very different <laughs> it was a very different uh chet than we've seen in past because we've had we've been fortunate enough to see I think multiple games where he knocks down more than one three. I, if I remember that correctly, he's had at least, I think he's had at least two out of the six we've had before now. And tonight he wasn't really shooting uh, very well. And towards the end, he wasn't really taking the shots anyway. He was, he was mainly just doing, he was kind of being the distributor. Um, but on every other part of the game, he was fantastic. Like yeah. he was uh, defensively like, I think he he had three blocks on the stashy, but I think it was honestly like more than that. He had more stops than just those three. Um, and every time it, it was amazing. Like every single time he got a block, every all three blocks he had turned into like immediate thunder layups. Yeah, like every he, single one. He doesn't do he doesn't do blocks for show. He does blocks to get the possession. Right. He it was it was it, it's such a it's such a valuable resource to just be like immediate four point swing multiple times a game because you block their shot and then go get your own. So um yeah, and like he was doing great against Capella on the glass. He did I think the first half there were some issues with the Hawks were getting a few offensive rebounds, but that kind of fixed itself up pretty quick in the second half. Um so in yeah, Chet quarter, yeah. Second quarter, yeah. Um but yeah, Chet was a, a fantastic rookie still rookie of the year candidate in my eyes. Um, and it just kind of shows that he doesn't have to be scoring the ball, even though, I mean, he did get 17, but he doesn't have to be scoring the ball to, to 16, be yeah, a, or 16, excuse me, to be a gigantic impact on this team. He's, no. he can do it in other ways. Yeah. He, he shot poorly. Uh, he was what? Four of 11, I think, or 13, uh, four or 14, 14, yeah, four or 14. He's one of three from the, from three, from three, he was seven to seven from the line. Beautiful, seven to seven from the line. Uh, but those twelve rebounds, really good. Those, yeah, those twelve rebounds, those three blocks. You know, those are the things that change the tide in the game. You know, those are the things that, if you're not grabbing those rebounds, if those rebounds are turning into, let's say, you know, extra possessions for the Hawks. You know, if those blocks aren't coming, and that, you know, that fear is being implanted in, you know, in their heads as far as driving in and stuff like that. You know, it changes the it changes the, a big aspect of the game. So, great game by Chet. Then you know this is this is what we wanted. You know, we wanted a guy that he may struggle sometimes from from the field, which everybody does from time to time. Um, but affecting the game in other ways, other than just scoring, is is a great luxury to have. And we have plenty of guys that can do that. And so Chet is just one of those guys that you know he can affect the game. In other masterfully. So awesome. Yeah. 
Um, just a few other guys to to hit that I don't, we haven't touched on too can, much. Can I, can um, I hit some guys? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Dort, I, I feel Lou Dort, Dort? Is, Lou Dort is is almost becoming untradeable. You know, I'm going to go ahead and go into my Jerry bag here. I know Jerry hasn't been on the podcast in a long time. I know a lot, a lot of you guys miss him. Um, so yes. I'm just going to go ahead and say, Lou, we love you. Hope you're doing well you. because that was a hell of a game. That was, man, he's, he's, he's starting to have a couple of these games and it's getting a little bit scary. Um, you know, if he has these types of games consistently, you almost have to talk about all-star level, definitely I, defensive, I you know, defensive team, defensive player of the year. Um, because along with Kaysen, you know, he made life miserable for Trey, made life miserable for DeJounte. They got theirs, yes, but guess what? Hardly nobody else on, on the Hawks got theirs because the offense was a little bit discombobulated. Um, and then offensively, you know, the fact that as a release valve, he is becoming, he's very consistent. Um, you know, he was six of 10 a day, two of five from three, five of five from the line. Um, he had nine rebounds, 19 assists, two blocks. The last block was probably the game saver, or, or at least the the clincher. It um, it sealed it, yeah. Yeah, it sealed it for the Thunder. Like he is he is doing exactly what we wanted him to do and more. Um, and that is such a that's such a commodity to have out there, man. Like a release valve that point of attack defender. Um doing great in that, you know, in that aspect, like those types of guys at 15 million, 16 million, it's a bargain. He's doing great out there. He's a, uh, yeah, he's doing great. Yeah. I, I have, I keep saying like, well, I'm, I'm so used to last year, Lou Dort, where I'm like, mm -hmm. oh yeah, he would go on like shooting streaks, but then eventually he'll, he'll fall back to reality. And now we're like seven games in and he's just still like, making a lot of shots and he hasn't really had like a like a legitimately bad offensive game yet that i can really think of maybe the denver game but like mm -hmm. nothing that comes shoot nothing that jumps to mind as like oh this was a bad stretch for lou like he's just he just has been making shots now i will like, say almost like his game has matured like i know and i can't but i can't get it out of my head yeah, I can't get it out of my head. It's like, oh, Lou's eventually gonna like regress to the median, but maybe the median is that he's just better. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I will say the two out of five from three, he made his first two threes in like the first, like, I think three minutes like the of first, the game. Yeah, like very, <laughs> very quickly. Because I remember being like, oh, he's just not gonna miss a three. He's gone two for two now. So, um, he did have a couple other open threes he did miss later, but I mean, you know, still two I mean, for 40 five percent is forty percent. I'll take, yeah, like I say, I'll take, I'll take that. I'll take forty percent. So, uh, we'll just keep, we'll just keep kind of, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna just start to assume he's, he's this type of guy offensively. I guess I don't. I, I'm worried about that because I'm, I'm worried I'm gonna become disappointed down the road when he, he does have, God forbid, a, a bad streak like we've seen before. But you know, maybe let's just knock on wood and, and just hope that never happens. I mean, maybe the shot diet itself is, is. It's helping him keep just helping him get good shots. You know, yeah. the ability to play out there with four guys that are are playmakers at their core, um, and finding him in open spots. 
Like he's getting he's getting open shots. Like he's getting easy shots. And so, you know, maybe he's worked on his shot enough to where, you know, that's a threat if he's open. Um, and we know that game seven, Dort, playoff elimination game, Dort, playing elimination game, Dort is real. And so, you know, I don't think we have to worry about him as far as in the playoffs, when the pressure's on, you know, how is he going to play? I think this is how he plays. Um, and so, Shout out to Lou, man. Shout out to Lou. Shout out. Love you. Um, yeah. Was there any other other guys you wanted to mention? I mean, so I I kind of I kind of I didn't shit talk him, but I kind of, you know, talked about Jalen Williams and comparing him to Jalen Brown last game. But ah, uh, yes. He had a great game, man. He had a great game. Okay. 21 points a season high. Um, let me check something real quick. Let me check something. He's the epitome of bully ball. While you mentioned that, he's the two turnovers, two turnovers, two assists. I mean, it doesn't matter about that, but you know that's one of the things I touched on in the last game. Um, he just he took his opportunities. He 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 did well with his opportunities. Um, you know, twenty one points. He shot eight of 13, two of five from the from the from distance, three of three from the line. The hell did we shoot from the line? Oh my gosh. 22 of we were, 23. We were we didn't miss a shot for a while. Oh crap. 22 of 23. We like were, you're you're gonna we win were, games whenever you're shooting 22 of 20. Like whenever you're shooting 96% from a free throw line. Yeah. That also uh, was a big, big thing we haven't really hit on is because when the Hawks were like coming back, they were just getting to the free throw line, but they were missing a lot. Like yeah. I don't they I I don't I pulled off the scoreboard stats, but that they were not great. And had they been shooting as well as we had, this game would have gotten real, real. Yeah, we we were so coming into this game, we were the top three teams uh, as far as free throw percentage. Like I think Atlanta was number one, we were number three. Um, I'm pretty sure that's kind of flipped now after this game. Yeah, that's Um, actually surprising. I didn't know they're number one. Yeah, so I mean, this is this is one of those things again. We go back to Jerry. um, You know, fundamental basketball: play defense, get rebounds, make your free throws. Usually, things good happen when you do that. Um, and, and we did that, this, you know, we did that today. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. To, to go real quick back on, uh, J dub, I think, um, I, what I really liked today was, I mean, offensively he was, he was pretty good, but, um, he's, I'd love his physicality defensively. I love how mm-hmm. just like, he's just so much stronger than most of the guys in a lot of the guys that are even like taller or bigger than him. He's still stronger than him, them because They'll try to like, there was at least, there was at least one, but I think almost two times where they would try to go baseline and he would just like knock, they would just bounce right off of him. And they would just like almost be surprised that this mm-hmm. guy who's like six, seven, six, eight, or however tall he is, was, was basically taking them off of their path to get to the rim. And they would have to like throw it on the baseline to whoever's on the other side, or just kind of like try to improvise. But like that, his physicality is is unbelievable like how strong and how solid he is he re- he's like a mini steven adams almost um so i love i loved that kind of intangible part of of the game today that uh, we got from Dub. besides just the the improvement on on the the turnovers at least a little bit of an improvement and so. i'm enjoying those minutes that he has with the bench like when he's mm-hmm. the he's the one guy out there with the you know isaiah joe jalen williams jay will um you know, usually Case and Wallace is out there with him. Uh, love those minutes uh, because, you know, we, we do see ebbs and flows as far as production from him. Uh, but when he's on, 
Like you can tell, like he has the he has the chops to be a number one. You know, kind of worries me a little bit. Kind of you know, hardened vibes from that. Not necessarily from him, but from that situation. Um, but yeah, you know, he's he's out there. He's learning. You know, it's the second year, and you're gonna have ebbs and flows. Ebbs and flows, but you're also gonna have games like tonight that you know you can see where that trajectory is going. Yeah, it's it's very fun to watch and to see. Uh, I think we covered most of the guys. I mean, we didn't really hit Jang. Um, he had a good three, but that was pretty much he had a it. Rough game. Shout out Jang Gang. Yeah. He had a rough game. Jang um, Gang, but had a rough game. Wiggins, Wiggins had some moments too. Wiggins was weird, had, man. Like they brought him in for Wiggins, like they brought him in for a couple that, minutes. He was two he had that two. one highlight. Yeah, he had that three pointer out. You know, with the with the shot sick. clock running down. Yeah, it was like it was a Paul like, George play. Okay, we're not gonna play you anymore. Like you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of like how it was last year, man. <laughs> like, hey, we are what was it seven and zero? Whenever Aaron Wiggins starts, and it's like, yeah, well, you should play him all the damn time. And it's like, well, he's gonna stay out. He's gonna sit out for about three or four games because we're gonna hold him out. It just you know, it yeah. doesn't. It's weird sometimes with him because you don't have Kenny, you don't have Kenrich out there, and yeah, maybe you know you're, maybe you treat Aaron Wiggins like he's a veteran, and you you know what you have with him, and you know that hey. Like I said, in those games, 50 through 82, when you're trying to solidify your your standing, that's when you're going to play him maybe 15, you know, 20 minutes. But now you don't need him. You know, now you want to see what Jang does. You want to see what Kaysen does. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but it's just, it's still kind of weird. I think he went out because somebody hit J-Dub in the eye. And I don't know if he had a cut or if he had like a lens, uh, contact lens that popped out. Uh, but he, you know, he was out there for about three minutes and then Dub came back in and then he was out there for a little bit you know, some other time and sat back down. It was just a weird game. You know, he was two or yeah. two while, while he did it. He was two or two. He was very efficient in those seven minutes. Um, but yeah, so that, that was pretty much everybody. Um, I don't know. I think that's all I got. I mean, it was the, I think I covered everything I wanted to hit Alex. Do you have anything else on this game? No, man. I mean, it was a good game. Good come, you you know, good bounce back game from, uh, from the debacle that was the golden state game. Um, mm-hmm. and, do you did see you we notice? did you see we had a we had a uh, basket <laughs> interference on the exact same goal? <laughs> so yeah, who was it? it was J Dub on that one, right? Yeah, on that basket interference, and then we had a basket interference on the other side, on the other end where, ah, oh, what was it? I forgot what happened, but there was another one. Oh on yeah, the yeah, the the, the guy half. pulled on the yeah 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 the he was yeah. he held on when he was about to fall and there it was like, like a tech yeah. or something yeah yeah it was a tech. it was just very funny the the interference when it happened on the same rim there was just like this this very mild like booing in the crowd it was just sort of like residual booing from, yeah just like oh boo, this shit again boo. <laughs> just reminded the crowd of what happened <laughs> so that was pretty funny um uh, the, but yeah the so ghost, the ghost from the uh from the warriors game yeah by the, the way I, I i have i am i think i see why it's the right call. I think when we potted last, I was pretty upset about it. I don't but care. like, I don't care. Steve, Steve Dolan. I talked to him online. We had a healthy debate about he's, it. And I was like, okay, that he's so objective. Sense. Steve is so objective. He's like, very he's objective. A, I just objective from time to time, homie. You're, I don't, you're a fan. <laughs> we were having a very healthy debate. And basically my whole argument was just like, I understand that this is like technically the rule, but it shouldn't be. And that's dumb. And that's just kind of what I was trying to get my again. Again, like I say, like my my thought process is, if I shoot up a a weird shot that is not has zero point zero 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 one percent chance of making it in, but the defender rises up and he touches it just playing around or something like that while it's still in the air, it's a it's a basket, you know. So the opposite should probably be true. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I agree. Anyways, but that's not the rules. So we go with it. So anyway, we've, the we've talked about that forever. Um, looking ahead real quick before we wrap up, uh, we do play our final uh, home game for this home stretch. It's our one of our longest home stretches of the season. We are refacing the Cavaliers. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be a good time. game. Last time was an epic comeback game, so hopefully we get the same on Wednesday. We um, we cannot fall behind in this one because they do have Darius Garland back and they do have Jared Allen back. So they have their full roster back. So yep. that, is, that is we have our full roster too. Besides Kenny, Kenner Troy, besides so. Kenny. That's a little bit so worrisome we'll, as far as him being out so long. He's been out a long time. It's starting backs, to kind of be like, what's happening? Backs are a, fin- a finicky thing, man. Yeah, we'll see how see how that progresses. So we will be back Wednesday um, to hopefully recap that game if we have enough peeps. Um, but we'll definitely probably do one Friday for the Kings game. So regardless, we will we'll be doing sometime this week another pod. So yes, sir. Um, Thank you all for watching. Appreciate it as always. Um, join God our God bless. God bless. And well, five five uh, podcasts, five stars, please. Yeah, yeah, that. definitely. Uh, find us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. We still have the pinned message for the tickets. You can still buy tickets January 13th, almost two months away now, two months in a week. Um, Topic it's coming up fast. Night. Tickets are flying. So, um, and I think that's about it. Um, Alex, any other things before we sign off? No, man, that's it. Cool. All right, guys. God bless. Hoop when you can. And as always, thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Top of Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.